Hello and welcome back to Hi. another episode of the pointless. Uh oh, we the? both said it. Have we ever done this before? The have we both said it? The pointless podcast. Roll intro music. It's been very hard to get you into this room well, to do a podcast. I am a law student. She's been very busy with midterms. I almost said finals. Not yet. So, you know, it's been a struggle. It's been a struggle trying to get this recorded and out, but you know, here we are. Here we are, 40 pages down in my reading. Yep, tonight. For, for tomorrow. Tonight alone. About 40 more to go, but you know. Oh, good. That's okay. Good. Great. Yeah. You gonna do that in the morning? Probably. <laughs> okay, well, we're here today to speak about the internet's biggest mystery. Which is what, Alex? It's probably not the biggest mystery, but... Probably not. There is a mystery that was posted by just a random string of letters and numbers. I'm pretty sure it was on 4chan. It is the internet mystery of Cicada 3301. Ooh. You might be asking yourself, what does this mean? Well, I'm going to read you a little bit of that information and how it started. Please Rachel do. and I have watched videos on this before, but... It's been a while. It's been a, it's been a little bit. Okay, so here's an article. And this guy is explaining it. So it all started on January 4th, 2012. An elaborate puzzle appeared on message boards and forums which read, Hello, we are looking for highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in this image. And and just, obviously, everyone can't see. The image we're looking at is just white text on a black background. Just a normal, normal font, normal background. And the message goes on to say, find it, and it will lead you on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck, 3301. What could this mean, Rachel? Uh, To me, it looks like absolutely nothing. Right. It looks like, oh, that was Jax. I gave him a, a veggie sausage, and I thought that would make him but it is not. He's still working. Anyways, to me, the only message I see is the 3301. Um, but that is not right. People dug into this a lot. So this is pretty crazy. Um, which we had... So deciphering. Let's see here. The first image contained a code. Well, actually, let's roll through how this person rolls through. So they show the first one, and then it says, then exactly a year later, this puzzle showed up. Hello again. Our search for intelligent individuals now continues. The first clue is hidden within this image. You know, so that seems to be their MO. And then their last message in 2014 said, hello. Epiphany is upon you. Your pilgrimage has begun. Enlightenment awaits. Good luck. So they're notorious for posting puzzles. Now... For the first puzzle, in that first image that we read, it said, The first image contained a, con- contained a code which could be deciphered using the program OutGuess. 
decoding this leads to another set of alphabets, which usually is a URL. So what they did was they fed the image into a coding program of some sort, and it spat out you know, strings of letters and numbers, and after those were sifted through, they deciphered a URL. They popped in the URL, and it opened an image of a duck. Yes, it did. What and do you think of that? on the duck it says, whoops, just <laughs> decoys this way. Looks like you can't guess how to get the message out. It just that text next to a duck. Very confusing. Well, the brain can't handle this. Then guess what? They did. That image was also decoded that led to a Reddit URL, which apparently has Mayan numerals on the page. Decoding those Mayan numerals will, get, will let you decode an anonymous Reddit user's post, which had two images. Decoding these images... And are those the images right there that we see? Uh, I think that might be the Mayan ones. Okay. I can't even tell what that is a photo of. It looks of, like it so. begins normal and then distorts and then is normal and it distorts. Okay. Decoding these <laughs> images leads to a Texas phone number. For real. <laughs> when the number is called, an automated robotic voice says, Very good, you've done well. That is so creepy. At the end of the voicemail, there were more cryptic instructions. <laughs> Decoding these instructions would lead one to a website with a timer on it and ask them to be patient and come back on Monday, January 9th. Probably giving people time to solve it. This is insane. Uh-huh. It was like, so far we're like three images in and three decodings in. And that's all with code. I'm just so curious, like, like bunches of strings of code. What types of people were doing this? Like, do you think they were like software engineers? Mm, like, do you think they yeah. were computer people, or do you think it I was mean, you just have like to... normal, really smart people? No, I'm, well, probably both because I'm sure there are um, puzzle people who go crazy for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That maybe learned how to do code, but I think it was mostly people who already knew how to code. That's just crazy. Like, I wouldn't even know where to start. Well, I mean, if, if there's a image that says there's a message hidden in this image and it's obviously not in the text, yeah. then it's either in the background with some image editing software or it's in code. Yeah. But see, I would just look within the text too much, I feel like. Would you read into it? I would like, you know how like people do the alphabet number association? Like, A is 1, B is 2. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have started with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that just confuses me so much. It hurts my head. Anyways, what happened next? Uh, da, da. Once the timer ran out, it would give to the users a set of GPS coordinates, which led to telephone poles in 10 different cities in different countries, such as the USA, Japan, Spain, Poland, etc. Oh, we are worldwide. Worldwide. Here are the coordinates which showed up. Uh, just a list of a bunch of coordinates. These poles had QR codes attached to them upon scanning, and upon scanning them, the users were again redirected to the Gibbs, the William Gibson poem, Agrippa. The same book code that was found on Reddit when used on this poem leads users to a Tor URL. Now, if you don't know what Tor is, it is a browser, an open source browser that you can download. Where are you going, Rach? Um, anyway, what, what it's saying is 
um, the the Tor link. So if you don't know what Tor is, Tor is an open source browser that can access the rest of the web that 95% of people don't actually go to. Um, so if you use Chrome, Opera, Safari, Internet Explorer, if you're 90 and haven't got a new computer in a while, or phone, you know what Tor is? No. The Tor browser? Well, basically, I think it was made for military communications originally, um, but they couldn't encrypt it for some reason. And um, so now anyone can download the Tor browser and it encrypts your internet connection using a proxy, I think. Mm. Meaning your IP doesn't go to straight to another, it goes to one and then to another. Mm-hmm. So like it's, it's it, people who are really into privacy use it. Okay. It's like not military grade, but like it gives you much higher privacy than a normal browser. Gotcha. So that book code that was found on Reddit, when used on the poem, I guess you link to the, the information together, gives you a Tor URL, which you can, which is a .onion link, not mm-hmm. a .com, it's a .onion, which you can only use, uh, put into the Tor browser. Um, on the website, users found a message asking users to create a new free public email ID where they were sent another URL. Oh my goodness. Which... <laughs> Had to be appended with a slash. <coughs> Ugh. So they had to add a slash, I guess. That's crazy. <coughs> <Ugh. coughs> After going through a final round of deciphering <laughs> and sending email, <coughs> and sending an email, they were invited into the Brotherhood. Uh, <coughs> yes. And the story ends with this leaked email. The email reads as such. The contest, the contest would have revealed some of these beliefs <clears throat> that tyranny and oppression of any kind must end, that censorship is wrong, and that privacy is an inalienable right. We are not a hacker group, nor are we a Juarez group. We do not engage in illegal activity, nor do our members. If you are engaged in illegal activity, we ask that you cease any and all legal activities or decline membership at this time. We will not ask questions if you decline. However, if you lie to us, we will find out. Uh-huh. We are undoubtedly wondering what it is that we do. You are undoubtedly wondering what it is we do. <clears throat> um, we are much like a think tank in that our primary focus is on researching and developing techniques to aid the ideas we advocate Liberty, privacy, security. You have undoubtedly heard, that's a repeat word, mm-hmm. heard of a few of our past projects. And if you choose to accept membership, we are happy to have you on board to help with future projects. Please reply to this, reply to this email with the answers to the next few questions to continue. Do you believe that every human being has a right to privacy and anonymity? and is within their rights to use tools which help obtain and maintain privacy, cache, strong encryption, anonymity software, etc.? Question two, do you believe that information should be free? Question three, do you believe that censorship harms humanity? Question, no, that's the last question. We look forward to hearing from you. And finally, a message appeared from Cicada publicly thanking all participants 
and promising of familiar future opportunities. And they did hold up their end of the bargain by posting a new cicada puzzle in 2013. So let's... Okay. So it's like going on to say, what's, uh, what's happening in 2017? So basically they posted a few puzzles, but this is like... <clears throat> would you say it's the most famous one because it's like it's the one that all the youtube videos are about yeah i'm just like so curious if it's by a government agency or if it's just by some super smart people that wanted to like mess with the internet because no one knows right i feel like if it was from the government people were saying like oh this is if you get past this, you're going into the CIA. But I feel like CIA is like nothing you've ever heard of. I feel like that would be harder to get into the CIA than to just take a few images, find out the code, and then go from there, call a phone number. Yeah. Not that everyone can do... I mean, I couldn't have done any of that code-wise. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like the CIA is much more... I feel like you need more background than... Guarded. Just, yeah. But at the same time, like, who would have thought to do that? Like, you would have had to be pretty smart. Yeah. And I I don't know. I wonder if, like, groups of friends were trying to solve it together. Yeah, has anyone come forward saying, like, I solved it? John? And they... John? Get off. John is being... Um, has anyone Very come annoying. forward and said that they think so. solved it and that something happened? Or I remember hearing something about someone saying that they did and that <clears throat> basically it, it was one of the winners and I think I saw a video on it and it was just telling about how they didn't <laughs> they didn't really do much. Like it was, you were just part of an internet forum and you just tried to like hack things to get security. Well, not hack, but you to do things to like websites to have security and whatnot. John? No. So it was all about security. Yep. Can you get him off? He's going to jump up here. Freaking cat. Freaking animals. They always mess up this podcast. I know. John, get down. Get off the... He's literally on the table next to the mics. It's okay. Well, that's Cicada 3301. What? What? Nothing. Let's look at other internet mysteries, man. Oh, you know... Oh, hell yeah. Do you like that picture? No, that's freaking creepy. There's like a guy in a really long looking mask. Like a bird Yeah, like a bird beak, but like way bigger than a bird beak. Let's do some fucking creepypasta, bruh. You know what creepypasta is? Yes, I know what creepypasta is. Look at John. John is literally laying on top of Rachel and per... Is that picking up on the... the, I'm not picking up on the mic. Here, I'll pet him and see if he purrs. Yeah, it's on there. 
What are some like top creepy pastas? I don't want to do this garbage. I don't know. Creepy pastas aren't real though. This is let's do so. This is a combination episode of Cicada, the mystery, and you know what? Creepy pasta. It's got. This has to be our Halloween <laughs> episode, right? <laughs> it's leading up to Halloween. Well, I mean, what day is it? The eighth. Halloween's not for a while. Whatever. <clears throat> No, no. Jack, John, fuck. The Slender Man. Oh, no. Let's read this one. Candle Cove. So does that creep you out, that photo? Yeah. Um. Oh, damn, these are not full creepypastas. Come on, man. Give me a good one. Oh. I hate these websites that are like 99% ads. Gotta stay in business somehow. Oh, <clears throat> I just heard Jen and Julian talk about this one. I want to get your reaction to it, actually. So this is a Reddit post. <clears throat> Here we go. Are you ready to ha- for me to read you a scary story while you're holding John? Yeah. My dead girlfriend keeps messaging me on Facebook. I've got the screenshots. I don't know what to do. This was posted five years ago. 17,000, 17.1 thousand upvotes. Tonight's kind of a catalyst for this post. I just received another message, and it's worse than any of the others. My girlfriend died on the 7th of August, 2012. She was involved in a three-car collision driving home from work when someone ran a red. She passed away within three minutes. Within three minutes. We'd been dating for five years at that point. She wasn't big on the idea of marriage. It felt archaic, she said. Gave her a weird vibe. But if she had been, I would have married her within three months of our relationship. She was vibrant. She was the kind of girl that would choose dare every time. She was happiest when camping, but a total technophile, too. She always smelled like cinnamon. I know, very descriptive. That being said, she wasn't perfect. She always said something along the lines of, if I cark it first, don't just say good things about me. I've never liked that. If you don't pay me out, you're doing me a disservice. I've got so many flaws, and that's just a part of me. So, this is for M. The music that she said she liked and the music she actually liked were very different. Her idea of affection was a side hug. She had really long toes like a chimpanzee. So, how do we feel so far? I feel fine. A little sad. I know that's tangential, but I don't feel right discussing her without you having an idea of what she was like. On to the meat. Emma had been dead for approaching 13 months when she first messaged me. September 4th, 2013. This is when it all began. I had left Emily's Facebook account activated so I could send her the occasional message, post on her wall, go through her albums. It felt too final and too un-Emily to memorialize it. I share access with her mother, Susan, meaning her mother has her login and password and has spent a total of approximately three minutes on the website or on a computer total. After a little confusion, I assumed it was her. So basically the first message, she thought it was her mom Mm -hmm. because she has access to her profile. There's another plane. November 16th, 2013. 
I'd received confirmation that Susan from Susan that she hadn't logged into M's Facebook since the week of her death. M knew a lot of people, so I instantly assumed this was one of her more tech-savvy friends fucking with me in the worst possible way. I noticed pretty much immediately that whoever was chatting with me was recycling old messages from M in my shared chat history. The wheels on the bus comment was from when we were discussing songs to play on a road trip that never eventuated. Hello happened a million times. Is there like a list of... Oh, okay, there is. Yeah, okay, so he has like screenshots. Around February 2014, Emily started tagging herself in my photos. I would get notifications for them, but the tag would generally always be removed by the time I got to it. The first time I actually caught one, it felt like someone had punched me in the gut. She would tag herself in spaces where it was plausible for her to be, or where she would usually hang out. I've got screenshots of two from April and June. These are the only ones I've caught, so they're a little out of timeline. Oh man, there's just like pictures of him with like oh. a box next to him where she tagged herself, but it's just black. Oh man. There's nothing there. Oh. That makes me really he, like he's like sitting on the couch and it looks like she's tagged right next to him, but she, no one's there. Around this period of time, I stopped being able to sleep. I was too angry to sleep. She would tag herself in random photos every couple of weeks. The friends who noticed and said something about it um, uh, thought it was just a fucked up bug. I found out recently um, that there have been friends who have noticed and didn't say anything. Some of them have removed me from their Facebook friends list. At this point, some of you may be wondering why I didn't just kill my Facebook profile. I wish I had. I did for a little while. On days when I can't get out there, though, it's nice having my friends available to chat. It's nice visiting M's page when the little green circle isn't next to her name. I was already socially reclusive when M was alive. Her death turned me into something pretty close to a hermit, and Facebook and MMOs were, are, my only real social outlets. On March 15th, I sent what I assumed was M's, hackers a, me M's hacker a message. On March 25th, I received an answer. Wait, is this a link? Oh yeah, he said, why are you doing this? Why do you keep tagging her? He received an answer. It says, Emily says, hello, 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 hello. And Nathan says, this is actually devastating. I don't know why you enjoy doing this. Emily says, OMG, cinnamon scented candles. Nathan says, go to hell. And Emily says, why are you doing this? Oh. That was the answer. I hate that. It wasn't until I was going over these logs a few months later that I noticed she was recycling my own words. My response seems kind of lackluster here. I was intentionally providing him slash her with emotional bait to keep them interested in their game. I was working off the assumption I was working off the assumption that this kind of but the kind of person to do this would be the kind of person that would thrive on the distress of others. I was po posting in tech forums, looking for ways to track this person, contacting Facebook. I needed to keep them around so I could gather evidence. Before anyone asks, yes, I changed the password and all the security info countless times. Oh. 16th of April, I received this. Emily, we should make our own jam. JFC Samantha, nah, different. No chance of passing. No chance of passing. How many? Garage, side door, side, I. No chance of passing. Oh, that makes no sense. Uh, I hate that. Love it. 
This seems like word salad. Like all our conversations so far, it's recycled from previous messages. 29th of April. Emily, baked beans on toast. I don't know. I just said, yo, ask Nathan. Nathan, Nathan. Uh... Nathan says, I don't know what's happening. I don't know why you're still doing this. Please stop. Emily, please stop. I don't know what's happening. Nathan, I don't know what's happening. Oh, no. I hate this so much. Um... I hadn't discovered any leads. Facebook had told me the locations her page had been accessed from, but since her death, they're all places I can account for. My home, my work, her mom's house, etc. My response here wasn't bait. Yo asked Nathan was an in-joke, too lame worth explaining. But seeing her say it again just absolutely crippled me. My reaction in real life was much less prettier. I'm not expecting my bond back. Her last few messages had started to scare me, but I wouldn't admit it. 8th of May. I don't really have words for this. Emily. I. I. Minus 12. Minus 15. Emily. My jumper's in the dryer and it's really cold out. Really cold out. Cold. Cold. Nathan, please stop. I. Cold. Freezing. I don't know what's happening. Oh my god. I hate this so much. It's making me so uncomfortable. I'm freaked out. Freezing is the first original word she's made. This has given me nightmares that only have started to kick in recently. I keep dreaming that she's an ice, in an ice-cold car, frozen blue and gray, and I'm standing outside in the warmth screaming at her to open the door. She doesn't even realize I'm there. Sometimes her legs are outside with me. Uh-oh. 24th of May. Nathan. I'm really drunk. I miss you. Whoever's on this account, I don't give a fuck. I keep coming home from work and expecting to see you at the computer. Shouldn't I be used to that by now? Emily. Us let me walk. Ust, as in, she's trying to say just, just let me walk. Ooh, it might have something to do with her legs. (sighs) Oh, no. I wasn't actually drunk. She wasn't an affectionate girl, and she always embarrassed, it always embarrassed her to exchange I love you's cuddle, talk about how much we meant to each other, Rachel. She was more, (laughs) she was more comfortable with it when I was boozed up. I got fake drunk a lot. Uh Uh-huh. Her reply is what prompted me to finally memorialize her page, thinking it might help curb this behavior. It might seem innocuous compared to her previous message. It's pasted from an old conversation where I was trying to convince her to let me drive her home from my friends. In the collision, the dashboard had crushed her. She was severed in a diagonal line from her right hip to midway down her left thigh. One of her legs was found tucked under the back seat. Going back in time, 7th of August, 2012, these messages. Nathan, Gray Street somewhere. Nathan, hey, you on your way home, Emily? Nathan, when you see this message, please ring me straight away. I rang, and they said you left at 4. I'm starting to panic. I feel sick to my stomach. Please ring me. Emily, Emily, answer your phone. Uh, Is that the day she died? I think so. These logs are from the day she died. Okay, yeah. She was usually home from work by 4.30, me. This, alongside a couple of voicemail messages, is the last time I talked to her under the assumption that she was alive. You'll see why I'm showing you these soon. Yesterday. Emily, hey, you on your way home? Emily, when you see this message, please ring me straight away. Please stop. I rang and they said you left at five. I'm starting to panic. Please stop. Cold. Emily, Emily, answer your phone. I don't know what's happening. Cold, freezing. No, no, no. I memorialized her page a couple her I memorialized her page a couple of days after I received the message about walking. 
Until today, she'd been quiet. She wasn't even tagging my, herself in my photos. I don't know what to do anymore. Do I kill her page? What if it is her? I want to puke. I don't know what's happening. I just heard a Facebook alert. I'm too afraid to swap windows and check it. So what do you think? I don't know. I think there was some sort of update or something. Oh, that's... Whatever. Yeah, there's an update. Okay. I checked the alert. I heard it as I was compiling and editing the post. This was the message. Let's see. It's a photo. It's a photo of a door. Okay, and what did he say about it? And it looks like a chair and a computer. That's my door. That's my computer. It's taken from outside. I got the message three hours ago, but didn't check it until now. I'm on my tablet in my garage. Zen for now. Going to drive off, drive to friends. Forgot to open the garage door in my panic, so building up the nerve to get out to do that now. Um, I, They didn't catch this in Jenna and Julian's podcast, but in the story, in one of her messages, she says... By the garage side door. Oh. So. That's another connection. Um, somebody said, maybe the top comment has me paranoid, but zen for now. That phrase, zen for now, mm-hmm. equals frozen now. If you swap around the... Uh, he's frozen now. I am literally so... I hate that. Like, it could just be all made up. Oh, I'm sure it is. But even if it is, like, that's still such a creepy concept. Like, Mm -hmm. that's something out of a horror movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to kill the the story, but someone someone pretty obviously made this up. Yeah, but it's still... Uh If anyone's listening to this, you should go look it up. It's on Reddit. Yeah, it's on Reddit. It's called... Just type in, my dead girlfriend keeps messaging me. Yeah, and you'll be able to see all the screenshots. A normal Google search. (laughs) Oh my god, that messed me up. No, I hate that so much. (laughs) I hate that so much. That's it. That is freaking creepy. Nathan, I don't know what... I don't know what I'm doing. I, I, cold freezing. That, oh, I hate that. What, what was with the freezing? I mean, I understand that made it scarier, but what in her life had to do with freezing? It has something to do with the car accident. Well, I imagine so, but it didn't say say anything. Like it was cold out. It didn't say, or maybe it didn't. I didn't catch it. Well, it what didn't day say did she die? It said what day February she died. February 7th. So that's the winter. That's fair. But she was dead for three minutes after the car accident. But did he, did he say how long it took before someone found her? I don't know. Yeah, garage side door. There's a lot of mess, or a lot of comments underneath it, too, like, talking about it. Which is freaky. Uh. What is that? Someone said, What the absolute fuck? I just checked OP's comment history and this is what I got when looking at this comment. This is not what the original comment says. I'm terrified. 
and it's after the final update he says building up the nerve to go out to do that now then under that it says i should be scared i've occasionally opened a heart just fucked up it's very not me she's more real to me in that state oh what no this makes any sense which just makes it creepier good thing Good thing I'm reading this in the middle of the day. I'm going to go do my taxes or something. Yeah, and we're reading it at night. It's freaking dark outside. Oh, John, John. At least I'm not home alone. Cold, cold freezing. Here's a comment. The thing that gets me about this story is the so cold and freezing comments. A few years ago, when flip phones were still a thing, I got the creepiest text. My best friend Chris's brother, Pete, who is like my big brother I never had, killed himself. Fast forward a few years to one day. When I was thinking about Pete all day randomly and I received a text from Chris that says so cold zero chills and then it said freezing. I replied to Chris's Chris saying what the hell are you talking about lol. He didn't reply just another text saying where am I. It also said Pete as well. But this is going back almost 10 years so I can't fully remember what he said. So I called Chris laughing saying are you having a stroke? He said he has no idea what I'm talking about. So I explained to him the text I got. Thinking he pocket texted me or something, he checks his phone and nothing is in his sent box. He's freaking out, saying he didn't send it, and starts telling me that he was thinking a lot about Pete the last few days. Pete had been dead six years at this point, so it was odd that both um, that we both had him heavily on our minds that particular day. Also, to receive that text, I know Chris would never, and I mean never, joke about Pete texting me. He was almost in tears when I read it. So seeing the cold and freezing thing were on a screen sent chills down my spine like I haven't had in a very long time. Oh, that is so creepy. Uh. Oh, this is fucked. Not as creepy as yours, but my grandma Dorothy passed away almost a year ago from lung cancer. About a month after her death, I got a text from a random number that said, Dorothy wanted you to see this. There was a link in the text, but it was a bitly and didn't lead anywhere. Oh, that's a good way to mess with someone. Somebody somebody close dies, and then you send them a text saying, X wanted you to see this, and then have some, like, whatever image you want. Oof. I hate that so much. That's a giant yikes. I'm so uneasy now. Giant yikes. You have goosebumps. I I told you that one gave me goosebumps. That last thing gave me freaking goosies. Wait, the Dorothy thing? Yeah. Gave me freaking goosies. Goosies. Alright, I feel like we should end it there before we read anything else creepy. We gotta do... You know what? I want to read more creepypasta, but maybe I'll... Maybe I'll research them. Find some good ones. Yeah, compile a couple. We'll come back, get more scared, perhaps. For later in October. Give us... Lots of feedback. Um, yeah. Did you like hearing this? Did yeah. you not? Um, smash like. <laughs> smash like. Smash subscribe. We are available now on Spotify. Woo. You know, I, the reason we weren't on Spotify in the first place is because I thought it was something you had to pay for. And not that I wasn't going to pay for it, but I just hadn't set it up yet. And, um... Spotify is making this really big push right now to become podcast friendly because they're growing and Love growing that. and growing. And so their app is almost split into two sections, music and podcasts. 
And so they seem very much wanting people to put their podcasts on there. So I looked it up and it, I literally just had to link my, I just had to link it from SoundCloud. Easy. And it's just, as soon as we post this, it's going to update there. Ready to go. Sweet. So what are all the platforms it's on? It's on Apple Podcasts. It is on SoundCloud. We're not doing YouTube anymore because why would anyone go to a YouTube video for yeah. audio? Yeah. Um, if there's strong opposition to this, <laughs> which, you know, <laughs> at first, I think our most, I think our most listened to SoundCloud episode well, I'm not signed in right now, but... Oh, no, I got it, I got it. Let me see. How many how many plays does our most... This is on SoundCloud, which I think is the biggest platform that we're most streamed on SoundCloud. Um, da, 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 da. 21, 13, 22, 127, 77, and 110. Number three, I don't know how to Twitter is our most popular episode with 127 plays on today's date, October 8th at 9.30 p.m. <laughs> I'd say I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> I've capped the three-digit mark. Dang. We've capped the three-digit mark. Dang. Can you believe? Can, I feel like some of those are bots because I feel like 10 people would actually want to listen to the entirety of this. Maybe, maybe 10 people. You never know. We could have some silent we fans. We could have some stalkers. There. Yeah. Um, silent fans. We're not opposed to it, by the way. I don't care. We I'll love, keep posting these. You keep listening it. to them. Um, what's our least played? Mm-hmm. Advocates and architects. Yeah, because that name makes. Which no we sense. posted thirty days ago already. Jeez. Wait, how that was you see that was a personality. Over here. That was the yeah. personality test one. Oh yeah, I don't really like that one. I don't like that one. <laughs> You know, I've always had this thing and whether it's design or, or media that you make or videos or really anything creative where the one you like the least is the one they like the most. And yeah. this is true yeah. in this case because I don't know how to Twitter that episode, our most played episode. I did not like that one at that all. the one with my mom and Jared? Yeah, is where we were doing this or that. Mm-hmm. And we were debating things. Yeah. And the mic setup was so bad. Yeah. And it was so poorly optimized that when it, whenever anyone talked over, like, a low volume, the mic would go, like... <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know how that was interesting to listen to, honestly, but... Well, it was a thing. You know, it's got to be the people. <laughs> right? Because maybe Jared's friends listen to it. Linda's... I don't know. She probably didn't tell anyone about it. Probably embarrassed. I understand. I didn't tell anyone about it. I just posted it. Rachel, do you tell anyone about it? I just posted a podcast with my brother, mom, and my boyfriend. Were we engaged at that point? I don't know. No. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Definitely not. Well, anyway. Let's put this to rest. No. Let's go longer. No. Okay, fine. All right, well... I hope you enjoyed listening. Look Are you up... thoroughly scared? Will you sleep well? No, I will not sleep well. You should all look up the Cicada. Cicada 3301. Cicada 3301 link. Not a link, but just look it up. Just the story. 
And Just look it up on YouTube because there are good videos. My it. girlfriend died and is now messaging me on yeah, Facebook, Facebook, on Reddit. Mm-hmm. You can see all the screenshots. They're freaking creepy. Yep. But definitely do that during the day when you're around people or you will not be able to sleep. That's right. All right. Well, we this will... This has been the Pointless Podcast. Yes, and we will talk to you guys later. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.